Hey, this is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wheat and Kelly McVeigh, now part of the Digital family of podcasts. How's it going, guys? Let's get started today with our weekly roundup. Happy New Year, Kelly. Happy New Year. <laughs> new year, new life, new you, all the things. Something. Well, I don't know if it's a new me. Uh, my, my, uh, my problem with this year is that I was very excited to quit 2022, but then 2023 came very fast. It came so fast. Do you have like a word for the year? Yes. Actually, me and my friends have already been talking about this. Um, one, her word for the year was uh, mag- magnetic. Okay. Uh, another friend's word was healing. And mine is abundance. I love that. So I haven't chosen my word yet. Okay. Thinking about the word. Like I want a word, but I don't have a word yet. Well, I wasn't necessarily thinking of a word. Yeah. And then it came to me very, very suddenly. Like I was just video chatting with my girlfriends and it just came. Um, So New Year's, we actually, basically we were lying in bed. I had the best New Year's weekend when it comes to what I wanted right now. Yeah. So <laughs> it was raining like cats and dogs all weekend. Yeah. I'm so happy because you know that's what I want. Yeah, you love rain. I had my charcuterie board. I had like I all of my different foods. I saw the yeah. charcuterie. And we were just cuddly in bed. And at like 12, at like 11.50, I was like, let's see the ball drop. And then she was like, she was watching something already. She was like watching her like, uh, YouTube where like kids play with toys, not the yeah. toys themselves, but like kids play with toys. She didn't want to change it. So yeah. that's what we watched. I like it. I crazy, uh, had no, no Sal was gone for the world hockey tournament in Nova Scotia. My kids weren't here and I legitimately checked out of life. The 29th, 30th, 31st, we're talking pajamas, door dashed food, you mentioned a show on Netflix. I probably watched it. I was awake, but I like had fallen asleep. I woke up. I watched the ball drop. Jeff was an hour ahead because where he was, Halifax, Nova Scotia is an hour ahead. So he called me when it turned midnight there. I went back to sleep. Then I woke up when it turned midnight here. God, that sounds good. I legitimately did nothing. I feel like I get to wear party dresses and be crazy lots. And so like, I legitimately felt very content and happy to be in pajamas. That sounds, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Have you ever been able to do that your whole adult life? So I have to say, to be totally honest, I mean, I was single for like six years or whatever that time frame. Okay. So sometimes you didn't have the kids. So there were times that the kids were with their dad and I was home alone on New Year's Eve. And I'm just like, kind of not like a party girl anyway. So I have had a New Year's Eve like this, but since I met Jeff the last few years, I'm always with him on New Year's Eve and we're always out and having drinks or going to a game or whatever. And so it's been a few, it's been a few years that I've had no kids and no nothing. And I didn't feel bad about it at all. Um, but then the idea of getting started back, you had said on your text when we were figuring out when we were going to jump on the recording today that you danced last night. So you taught ballet. Yes. And so how did that feel in the moment? So I have to say the good, I'm going to say the good and the bad. The good is it is a uh, release for me 
like it is mentally good for me to teach dance. Like it's a space where I don't have to like really think I just flow music makes me happy. So it is a happy spot. And I was ready to go to dance last night. Like I needed to go to dance, like mentally I needed to go to dance. Um, but I think that jumping into just real life exhaustion of taking the kids to school in the morning every day and getting lunches and the flow of normal life where I was in checkout mode, like last night I had dance and it was great when I was there, but then like, I had to get up this morning and I was just like, uh, like I, I don't have my gasoline going yet where I'm just in the flow of normal structure, all the things, but I loved going to dance and I'm sore and all the spots that I want to be sore. Um, I hope they're all sore all the spots I want to be sore. I mean, the great thing about teaching is that it does, no matter what, keep you, keep you in shape. Because like my students who are adults, years or kids have to make a conscious effort of motivation to get to class. Whereas like, it's my job. So, you know, it, it does help that along. Um, I like the idea of completely shutting down, like. I was able to on some days and you were able to for those three days. It is just, it makes me so excited. But then the act of getting out of that is just like so much harder than slipping into it. I know. I don't know what we do about that. I do think about like even older people in life and I'm saying that lovingly. So if you're older out there and you're like, why is she talking about older people? I think that once you get in a space of like pajamas and disconnect and not making yourself get out and about it's super easy to just stay in your bed and watch tv for three days yeah especially in today's world when you can freaking door dash anything you want and I do think sometimes I look at you know some people in life and I'm like I know how they got there now you know what I mean like they're not out and about they don't do things anymore you know and I'm like I know how that happened now it is so easy and so comfortable yeah. Or if you're retired and you don't have something forcing you to leave at a certain time, um, you know, my students always say to me, like, oh, it's so hard to get here. I was like, yeah, it was for me, too, even though I'm getting paid for it. You know, it's yeah. like being forced is like, you know, needing, needing, needing money and needing to go out. You know, it's a big motivator for just life, life. Yeah. Um, not that it's super related, but you know, you see people who win the lottery and some of them can't motivate after that. And I'm like, well, I kind of understand that too. Totally. First of all, 2023 is supposed to be the future, by the way. What do you mean? <laughs> Tell me like more. in back in the future, like when they set <gasps> the time for the future is 2023. Like the cars are supposed to be flying. Okay. We're supposed to have figured everything out. I think. Okay. Um, that's how I feel about it. Um, and I didn't realize it was the back to the future connect that this is the future. Yeah. Where it's supposed to be the future. Okay. And I don't feel that way. You know, we usually talk about resolutions in this first, you know, weekly roundup of the year. And I struggle with it because, you know, Kelly, as I always do, I write a little bit of a list for myself of the accomplishments I made this year. And there's a lot and I'm very proud of it. But if you put my resolutions page right next to it, none of them match. So my family last year. Yeah. Um, did that. Everyone wrote down five things and then we put them in a box and then we opened them. 
And I think I put it somewhere. It doesn't matter what my list is. I did one of the five things. I think, I think I said, drink. this is pitiful friends, but you all know me. I think I said, drink one bottle of water a day. I know I didn't do that. I think it said drive through fast food only two days a week. I drive through and get a diet Coke or a coffee all the time. So I didn't do that. Um, read a book a month. I didn't technically read a book a month, but I read 12 books last year, but three of them. Oh, were, that's great. Three of them were in the last month. Like in December, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to finish 12 books. So I read. And was it, was that a fun experience to read those books in December? You know what? It probably, here's the thing. It was good in the sense that sometimes I forget about how much I love reading and you get all these nuggets about life or for work or whatever from a book. So it was a good experience from that way, but I felt like I wasn't reading them for the right reasons. I felt like I felt you like weren't I reading them for the right reasons. Those last three, I felt like I was just trying to read them because I needed to get them all done by the end of December. Ah, got you. But I read the books. Um, anyway, I was saying the fact, I don't remember what the other two were, but the fact that I didn't do any of those things, but I started meditating every day. Oh, started journaling every day. I ran a marathon. The podcast got picked up by a network. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many good things that happened that like, I'm not even going to be sad. I still like the concept of making resolutions. I don't know. Yeah, I got to I'm going to work with it because I feel like. I feel like life just kind of takes you in the way. And sometimes things are a surprise because. It was a goal of mine to, to, for some, somehow get the podcast picked up by a network, but I don't know. I guess what I, I, I feel like resolutions, a, a lot of times the way I would pick them are, are the things that I have like a hundred percent of control over. Yeah. You know, and the things that I don't have control over are a lot of the things that I, that got accomplished because I worked, we worked, I worked in my own things towards these things and the universe met us halfway or something caught somebody's eye and, and therefore the success grows. Whereas a resolution is like, I'm, you know, resolved to do these things. It's in my power for my energy to go into a certain place. But I don't know, like picking up a goal that's like, like, for example, like I would love to buy another property with Asa this year. Yeah. It's not a hundred percent our choice right now. We don't have all the things lined up that would put us in a position that we could do it. Right. You know, like the entire housing industry needs to shift slightly. Um, the interest rate, what's going to happen with that? Like, are we going to have enough income from the first property to invest somewhere else? Like, so I am reluctant to make those resolutions because there's so much that I can't control. Okay. So when you choose your word, so Aaron King is someone that we had on our first season, I think. And yes, Aaron King yes. was someone that was my life coach, business like life coach, whatever. And it wasn't last year. It might've been the year before that I said, he asked me what my word was. Like he came to the dance studio and did a yoga class. And he was like, what's your word for this year? And I was like, my word for this year is action. And he was like, that's the worst possible word for you. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're always in action. 
He's like, if anything, your word should be a word that's like stillness or pause because you're always in action. So you need to be more present and be more still. And, and listen, he knows me. I spent all this time with him. It's not like he's saying something and he doesn't know who I am as a person. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. I think that's why I'm so stuck in the space that I'm like, what do I want my word to be? Cause I want it to be a legitimate, a, like a word that is the right word for me. So how did you choose abundance? Is it abundance and love and money? And, uh, uh I don't know. What is a, like, what does abundance mean for you? I don't necessarily think it would be um, in any specific category, I just, especially after last year, I don't want to spend more time living in, I don't want to live in, in, a, in a space of fear when it comes to our future, our finances and stuff, because um, of things that we can't control. And I also don't want to feel like I'm like scrapping for it. Like I want to, I want to do the work and come at things with this feeling of abundance because every single time I've really stressed about it, you know, for me, I don't just stress. I put action towards things. So I don't need to stress. I mean, it's just a, a reminder that I don't need to stress. Of course, I need to put the work in. But when I put the work in, we're always okay. I'm always okay. Like I, we have what we need. And so if I could take that abundance word means take taking the stress out of the question mark for me, because of course I'm going to do the work. I also um, have to kind of calm down and understand that the business that I, my online business wrap your head around silks. I look at the other people who have businesses like that around me that are in my community and they are having success after eight, 10, 15 years of being at it. Yeah. It is not quick money. Right. It is it is a long term. It is a long game. And for me to expect quick money to come out of it is just unrealistic. Yeah. It's just like not, you know, it's like it's not the way things usually go unless you're just super lucky and you're just right place, right time. So if you're going to do it right, it's going to it's going to be that. It, it, but it takes time. And this transition from performing full time to not performing at all, unless I just feel like picking up a gig it was never going to be completely smooth financially. Right. And I think that my expectations of it, it's not that the, uh, let me re, re my expectations weren't necessarily in the wrong place, but my need around it was different. You know, it's like I needed to replace that money right away, but it was, it's just not going to work like that. Yeah. I, I also am not like in a position where like somebody's just gifting me money all the time. So um, oh gosh, that's what I'm hopeful for. I'm just kidding. Gifted <laughs> money. Um. Okay. I like Yeah, it. so it's it's about taking the stress out of it and just living in a place of like do the work, good energy into it and then it will come back. So I I'm not firmly into this yet, but I'm thinking even as we talk that maybe my word is pause, which is such a weird word I think for what people normally pick, but I think I'm someone even on a meeting or a call or home that I like go I go go, go fast. I respond fast. I, I don't sit and pa I don't sit and pause and process before I go. And I think that maybe I could pause in all aspects of my life, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not committed to the word pause yet. I'm just saying that. Let me, let me ask you some questions around that. Maybe it'll help you 
Okay. Decide if it's your word. Okay. So number one, what do you think, how would you think that would be challenging on a daily basis or an hourly basis? And then number two, how do you think that would be um, gratifying? Okay. The first one, how do I think, what was the first question? <laughs> challenging is number one, gratifying or, or giving back so to you. Challenging, number two. it would be really challenging for me because my instinct and my, it's how, how I live is no pausing. <laughs> I don't ever pause. I don't pause on a meeting. I don't pause before I jump into a training. I don't pause when I'm teaching dance. I don't even, I was even thinking about life, which this is, I'm veering off, but maybe this will help you understand the word pause this year on my birthday. And maybe we talked about this a little this year on my birthday. It was the perfect birthday. Like Jeff was home. I love rice krispie treats. He had a rice krispie treat with a candle. We went to lunch. I had gifts. Then we went to dinner and I didn't, um, like I couldn't somehow, I wasn't like filled with joy because I felt weird. Like I don't ever have like, no one ever really kind of does that for me for my birthday. I'm going in a really long, you can cut this out if you want, Carrie. No, I know. think, I, I think this is, no, I like I the didn't process. Accept Let's do it. it. Like it wasn't, it was like, I couldn't accept it or because I, and I don't know why, I don't know if it's because I'm afraid it'll go away or if it just felt so awkward for me. But I just like, he was like, you're so like, just quiet and like, you're not yourself. And, and I was like, it's because I feel like it's not mine or something. Anyway, I even think with that day, I could have paused and just been in it. It's like, I think pause and presence go a little bit together where I'm always three steps ahead instead of being where I should be right now. And I just need to pause and reflect where I'm at. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I love that you admitted to me right now that it was like literally the perfect day, but somehow you couldn't like just. I know I thought of the word acceptance, like I need to just accept the joy of where I'm at in life instead of always waiting for a car crash or something like there's so many things that I think I could do better because I am always in action, dreaming big, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I'm always after big things. So I think I need to be in a place of being grateful and acceptance and slowing down and pausing a little more in all ways. I mean, you are, I mean, you're naming some of your most wonderful qualities, you know, like dreaming big, going after things like these are, if you think about it, a lot of people out there, this would be their New Year's resolution. That would be their word for the year authentically like genuinely, that would be it. And the the people around them might agree. Whereas for you, you're doing those things that other people might consider already so, so impossible to do, so hard to do. You know, one of the reasons why you are um, a coach for sales, a coach in sales, because this is how you think already. So in that way, and not to trivialize the hard thing, the things that are hard for you, but like, I would have to say that like stillness, being present, pausing, even though that's very challenging for you, I think that in general, it's something that you could, you could pull this off. You know, it's not 
out of your wheelhouse at all. You just have to make a mindful effort. Whereas other people who have these big goals of changing their life to dream big and they have to get out of a more, a more static or a more like a static posture. That is really hard, really hard in a very like general way. So I don't know. I think that it's possible. Um, I can, I can understand why you might consider it challenging because even my friends look at me and, and they're like, you're going to take a, <laughs> you're going to take a break. And um, I don't know, like the people that are around me think the idea of work, workaholic is just, it, that's a bad word in my circle. Right. But we all are kind of like that anyway. Like everybody that everybody in this very small uh, bubble that's LA has that quality in a way. Yeah. And then if you move out of that, Americans are that way. If you go to Europe, they're like, you, you Americans don't know how to live. Yeah. You know, there's just so many different ways to look at it. So, okay. Back to my other question for you. What do you think, what, if you were to pull it off on a regular basis and it became to shift for you, your tempo. Yeah. What do you think you would get out of that? What would be the upside to making that shift? I don't know if there is one. Well, listen, there is one in the sense that I do think that I'm always doing three things, which is terrible, but true. So I answer text messages super fast. I respond to people super fast. That's the way I like to be. But I think there is like a benefit of when I pick my kids up from school, instead of me being on the phone with someone or me texting two people while we're sitting in the parking lot, I, my phone should just be gone. I think, I think things like that dinner right now, like I, a lot of times have my phone at the table just there because if someone texts me, I think I need to respond right away. I think I need to make these conscious efforts to put my phone aside to be more present with people. Um, and I think what I would get from that is my kids being grateful that I am more present and I will get more from them because I'm more present. Here's okay. Tell me what you think about this. Okay. This is like when I was in my dating life. Yeah. I had this weird thing where, and this is ladies don't do this. <laughs> Not a good thing. I would feel that same way. If a guy got back to me, I would, and it wasn't, it was like a vol involuntary like thing where I felt like I needed to respond right away. Yeah. And that came to the detriment of all of my dating situations. It kind of created a dynamic where, um, what I didn't want. Right. But that, that put aside, I don't really know why I felt that way. You know, like, I don't know why I felt like that at all. And I'm wondering if it has any similarities there, because after I got over that, I also started getting over it with all my communication. So from a work perspective, this is like a counseling session, friends. That's okay. <laughs> from a work perception, I think that the reason that I've gotten where I am and my strongest suit is that I am 1 million percent in and I am quick and I am a super hard worker. It's not because I'm the smartest person in the room. It's not because I have the best idea in the room. 
it is because I run circles around people from a showing up work perspective. So I think that for me, me answering right away, that's the value that I bring. And that maybe part of it is a is that I need to see from the whole scope that there are lots of things that I bring and that it's not that I just show up. But that's part of why I think I because I value that I show up and I want, I want to be that person. I want to be the person that shows up for people. I appreciate it. Like as your business partner who is not on the side of your business that actually makes tons of money. What? I appreciate it. Millionaire shot? Are you kidding? <laughs> not yet. Abundance. Abundance, Kelly. <laughs> Abundance. Um, I appreciate it, but being the person on the other side of the phone, I also don't think, well, especially in my case, because you don't answer means to me in the same way as the people that pay you a salary. Um, I would also understand if there was a pause there. I, I think, I mean, because you're more talking about like a habit that you have versus like, I treat these people in this manner and those people can wait. or this person got has has to have a response in two seconds and this person can wait. Like, so here's it's more of a habit, right? This too. Like, so now I don't think my word should be pause. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I think that, <laughs> I mean, I would answer if Kenzie texted me, I would text her back immediately. Same as I would text anyone from work. So it's not that, I mean, part of the thing that you're saying is part of what I, you're saying you value that I text right back. I'm sure Emerson values that I text her right back. If I'm on a work call and one of my kids call, I legitimately 90% of the time hang up with who I am talking to and say, Hey, this is my daughter. Let me call you right back because they're my kids. So maybe it's not something that's horrible. And am I really not, not present? I mean, I play board games. I make everyone say a high and low at dinner. Although Mason told his counselor that he doesn't want to have to do that anymore. (laughs) Wait, say hi to who? High and low. So at dinner, they have to say what their high was of the day, like the best Ah! day and the lowest day (laughs) moment. And Mason told his counselor that he doesn't want to have to do that anymore at the dinner. Oh my goodness. Uh, I I don't know what to say about that. Let me, let me think about that one. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I don't know if the word is pause. Um, I think it's, I think it's worth thinking about because I think that this is a deeper question maybe than it's not a shallow question when it comes to you, because it's kind of like a way of life. I like the word magnetic. I like the word magnetic when you said that in the sense of, I like putting my energy out there and it being a connector in whatever that is, like whether it's this podcast and I'm, we're putting energy out and it's connecting us to stories, to people, to all these other things. And I, so I love that concept. I don't know. I'll I'll go back and let you know what my word is. Well, another word that really resonated with me, not this year, but in years past. Yeah. Was the, the word surrender. When, when I feel like I've been holding on too tightly to things, um, when I feel like I've been 
feeling like the, like I want the feeling of control and then actually being really out of control. Yeah. Um, so, so that has resonated with me in some years, not necessarily this year. So I don't know, like I really appreciate the way you are in your business life. I guess when I brought up the whole dating and the way I really felt like I had to get back to me really quick, I guess I was wondering like, what is behind, what is behind that habit of getting back to people and not pausing? And if the reason behind that is a positive reason, I don't necessarily think it's a negative thing. Okay. I like it. I like it. I don't know. So, okay. So if you wanted to give our podcast greener grass, um, a goal or a resolution, I don't know if resolution is the right word for 2023. Like what would, do you have a goal for our, let's just put it out there. My personal goal for greener grass is to somehow find new listeners who, who are really excited to tune in, like really excited to like do their laundry and listen to the people that we decide to bring on. Um, I really appreciate, like, I hear from like my friends from high school, like some of them listen and they appreciate it more than I ever thought, you know? Yeah. So I'm appreciative of the people who are already here. I would love to, to diversify and open that up and, and have new listeners and just like hear from people so that we, we know what direction they'd love to go, have us go in. Um, I don't know. It's always, a, it's always like an adventure with this podcast. And we're like, I wouldn't say we're in our two and a half, two and a half years. Uh, where are we? Are we in a third year? We're starting a third year, even though it's not full three years. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have that goal for Grand Rev Creative, our production company. Yes. I would love us to grow. I have to say, after we had a very explosive start in 2022, I was happy for it to to just calm down a little because I don't know if we had the I don't know if we had the time you know to do two full-time jobs, you and I. Yeah, I know. Listen, I don't know um like, cause there's a, like, when I think about all aspects of my life, I was like, do we try to make it a goal that we have one a quarter, like one event a quarter? Um, because all of those things just came to us. We weren't really like working to go out and get those things. Yeah. We were not yeah chasing it. It was just coming. It was coming to us. Some of those events Yeah, that all, all the events that came to us came to us. We did not yeah. necessarily yeah. So I'm like, them. do we want to try to do one a quarter, but are we just happy that we're doing it when it comes? And it's, I don't know. Right. It's a good question. Something for us to think about. I, I think that, um, man, like since I made the process, started the process of like slowing down my performing and doing other things, like I knew that I was putting different eggs in different baskets and to see what, you know, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years from now, I'll be doing one of these many things full time. Yeah. I have no idea. And I like the idea of seeing how it goes. And also, like, I feel like the economy slash industry that we're in really directs these things. Yeah. Um, obviously, during a pandemic, there's no live events and then things pick up and then maybe things will really pick up in that direction. So 
I like that it's kind of spread out. Um, yeah, this is where I really struggle to make uh, a resolution about some of the things that I don't feel like I have a lot of control over. It's like we have the skill set for these things. And when they come, we take the opportunity. Um, I don't know if the listeners out there have that same experience in their professional life. I think it might be very different if you have a if you have a boss and you show up for work every day and maybe your goal is to get promoted or. I mean, how about you, Kelly? Is that something you can talk about your goal for your job job? Do you have any personal? Um, I think for my job job, it is the confidence of standing where I know I am and I belong in the sense that I don't think I always realize or recognize what my abilities are or that I'm not confident enough to say like, oh my gosh, I can run the world. And then sometimes when I step back to, to watch others, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really do know what I'm doing. So I think it's just being really, really thoughtful and confident about how I step into what I want. I love my day job. I mean, I do think that we're you and I, and listen, obviously not anything that's perfect because I should be stepping into things more confidently. I think I need to pause in some ways and be how crazy I am. You want to be more, you want to have more abundance in life in general. So it's not like I'm like, oh, you and I are perfect and look at us. I'm not saying that at all. What I do think I can say is that you and I both go after things that are in our heads or hearts. And so if you're out there and you haven't ever gone after something, maybe 2023 is your year to go after it. Because I think we started a podcast and we started this Grand Rev, um, you know, production company and you have expecting aerialist and you wrote a book and there's so many things that I think that people out there would be like, holy cow, like, I can't believe you do that. And I do think you and I are really good at having an idea or something and then going forward with it and not in a way that we're like expecting to be millionaires, but going after things that we're passionate about, we love, we care about. So it comes easier because we love it so much and letting it come to us in a way that we can move forward and it be a part of our professional scope realm. Yeah. And I have to say, as you're talking, it it doesn't always, it might not always feel this way to other people, but to me, it's so LA. Like, it's so like, I have a podcast, <laughs> I wrote a book, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, like, you know, somebody like me is like, but I really don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. So in a way, it feels that way to me. Um, you know, this whole idea of like finding what you love and just making it happen. I feel like when I was in my early twenties, that was like the best idea. And now everybody's trying to do it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a great idea for every single person, This is, but, but at the same time, like, I don't know when I watch my friends who are doing kind of the same business as me and, you know, we're not necessarily competitors either, but I watched them do it and they, they have failed in many, many ways. Like within their business, they've failed at like the clothing brand that they tried. They failed at this, but then out of the 10 things that they failed, 
the 11th thing or the two out of the 11 things like really, really were successful. So I guess I would say too, that like, I don't think that I'm really scared of failure anymore at this point of my career because it has happened so much. It's like, it's like not a big deal. Yeah. And I feel like if you're not practiced at that, that could feel like a really big deal. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I think auditioning is the best practice of failure in my life because it's like it's constantly. I would say the same thing about interviewing. And I've said this multiple mm. times before that when I was at Longenberger for 13 years, I never interviewed. I never updated my resume. And then after that, I did consistently interview And even if you're completely happy with your corporate job, um, interviewing makes you talk about your strengths. It makes you figure out how to make your weaknesses stronger. And both of those things make you stronger altogether. And it just makes you more competitive for your current job. It gives you a little bit of an edge to say like, wow, I just interviewed for this position or a position higher. And they're willing to do this, but I want to stay here, but I'm being offered this over there. Like it is a competitive edge and amazing practice and good, I think, for your mind and your job to interview here and there, just like I'm sure an audition is. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the same in a different realm. Um, Yeah. And even I mean, you guys have seen like there are some there's some auditions or for you interviews that really have knocked me me on my ass like emotionally yeah and and it'll come out of nowhere it'll be like why does this one bother me my girlfriends have that question for me they're like you've been in this why this one why is this one knocking you out for the week and you're like hanging your face and like you feel suddenly a huge knockdown in your confidence like what is it about this one and then it helps me figure out what is going on with me at that moment that I'm feeling that um, I think that's really important. And when you're talking about confidence in the workplace, this is why I was laughing in my head. I have realized as a teacher, uh, aerial teacher, I am so overconfident, not in a bad way. Like I am beyond confident. Like I, I say this out loud all the time. I feel like my, my ways are superior <laughs> to other people. I would argue it with anyone who wanted to. Like, I am shocked at the level of confidence I have as a teacher in that space. And then somebody says back, they're like, wow, like, (laughs) and the thing I have to say back is like, you would think my really special super, superpower would make me more money. This is a fucking problem. Yeah. Because I feel like I have a superpower and, and translating that to financial abundance is turning out to be really fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do? Which is, which, which has been the struggle of my, of my most recent professional life. You know, I don't know if a lot of people can say that, that they feel so confident about their skill set, Right. Um, and, and like the, what the consequences are in that particular way. I think a lot of people would feel would, would be really excited to feel that way about what they do for a living. Yes. I love that. I love that for you. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. So confident is not your word for 2023. (laughs) No, I feel super confident. I'm just like, bring it at me because I have a better answer for you, (laughs) which will make me, you know, which is, you know, why like I, I try, 
try to make more money as a teacher because I know if I can get more students that they're going to get more out of me maybe than somebody else. It's just, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's a marketing problem, not a confidence problem. So, um, I, it's been, I missed you. It's been good. I missed you too. We're back in. It's like the, dude, we're back in. I have to say this year, I, I had a really hard time last year starting my engine and it was because I was sick. Yeah. Because I spent those two weeks that I was supposed to be able to re-energize and like sit on the couch, watch Netflix, like dog ass sick. Yeah. And then you go back to the you realize you didn't have that because you were sick. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I didn't get my vacation. I didn't get my time. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being with us and continuing to listen to us. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to Asa Watkins, sound engineer. Give us a five-star rating and a review anywhere you get your podcasts. It means so much to us. If you go into the show notes, there's an opt-in for our newsletter. We send out once in a while, talk about our guests. Uh, you'll hear much more about all that and links to cool things. And um, yeah, if you want to hear the sound of my voice even more, the Expecting Aerialist podcast is also out there. I'll leave a link to that. All right, guys. Uh, You know, we'll have a guest for you guys next week. Thank you so much for being here. Over and out. This is Greener Grass. Greener Grass.